Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another special episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com. I am joined once again by my beautiful fiance, Smokin' Nicole, and we are joined by the fabulous fellas at Smoke Inn, Alex Tavella, the goat, and the birthday boy. Let's give him a round of applause. Happy birthday, the big 5 to Mr. Abe DeBobna from Smoke Inn, the big 5 Happy birthday, Happy buddy. Birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I- I'm just stoked I just got top billing, I feel like. <laughs> well, I it wanted to kind of build it up, Abe but... Uh, uh, man, it's always fun to have you guys with us. Um, we got to come down and hang out with you guys in May. That was a treat. We had a lot of fun. We're coming down for Great Smoke, which is why we're here today. We're here to talk about Great Smoke. Um, last year's Great Smoke was awesome. Now, Abe, I know last time you were on, we were talking about last year's Great Smoke, which was all virtual. And um, I, I think it's safe to say, and I think I speak for everyone when I say that was fucking top notch. I mean... <laughs> The production quality, just the the whole thing. I mean, it was fantastic. I think everyone's been waiting to see how you guys top that this year. Um, love the theme. The last luau, definitely exciting. Nicole's already trying to find a Hawaiian dress to wear. Um, so she's already getting ready for that. We're going to be definitely on point and theme. But, uh, but you guys are here today. Uh, you guys want to talk about it a little bit more. I'll kind of let you guys get into it how you want to. Um, but... That's uh, that's I think that's I think that's our biggest thing is is great smoke today. All right. Well, first off, before I forget, <laughs> you know, you mentioned fiance. I just need to find out before we get any further. Have we set a date? Mm. Mm. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> mm. Okay. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. No, one step at a time. I mean, he's bought himself some time. He 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 popped the question. He has some time now. Well, I know. The buying of the time is the engagement period. It's usually. <laughs> we're trying no to we're trying to do one thing before we get into the wedding stuff uh and that's and that's our our uh, our home purchase so we wanted to we we talked and we said we want to take care of that first and then we can just enjoy the whole wedding thing so yeah. we're doing that first i know i know but like alex said one step at a time <laughs> and to be fair i'd rather have a house than a wedding so that's top priority to be honest yeah. with you. so well, i'll tell you a funny story my wife my wife lucked out because um when we got married we had the same conversation it was like a, either the honeymoon or let's go get a house and she opted for the house, which we ended up getting. Then shortly afterwards, a dear friend of ours, um, Andy and Jill Cosson, uh, Andy's actually got a, he's been on KMA a couple of times. He's, he's made more humidors and more people realize they've seen it. Like those White House edition ones and all that stuff were all his projects he did. He was working exclusively with JR and Thompson's and started out working with Perdomo back in the day. But they're good friends of ours and they ended up getting married in Holland netherlands and invited us to their wedding and you know we just said hey look we can't go we just you know just got married blah 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 bought a house and he they were so insistent like you know he started offering to use his miles for us to go to their wedding and stuff like that so i'm like i 
turn the brains along. I mean, these guys really want us to go real bad. So she got the house, and she ended up going on a honeymoon. So she got, she lucked out on that one. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, Abe, and I'm sure you know this. Behind every powerful man, there's an even more powerful woman. Or at least that's what we want them to think. And that's no. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I say it to anybody out there who, who's in a relationship, you know, especially if, you know, you're dating or you've been dating. A woman will either make the best out of you as a man and a human being, or she will be an anchor that will weigh you down to the bottom of the ocean. You need to decipher which you have and adjust accordingly. That's the best advice I can give anybody. That's some good advice. Yeah. That sounds nice. I like fair. that. That I is fair. Yeah. I mean, they, they, a good woman makes a great man. I mean, it just it, they bring the best out of us. That's what, that's what I think is supposed to happen. But I've seen too many times where man, look, it's not just women, men. It's both ways around. I mean, so that's. You know, I think a guy should do the same for a lady, and there are guys who are anchors for women, so it goes both ways. I'm just saying it from my perspective. No, I agree. I agree. It is true. I mean, and, and it's a, it's about the teamwork too. You got to help each other, and you got to be there for each other. So, um, you know, and you make those decisions together. You know, how do we even get here? I don't even know. Oh, I, we <laughs> feel what is this a marriage dude. counseling session? Oh, yeah, I, see, I, see, I threw the whole show off. <laughs> <laughs> So great smoke. So yeah, look, um, yeah, this. Well, now I could actually. I, I was seeing earlier this year so often. I could actually say last year. Um, last year's TGS was historic. Um, we were very proud of it. Um, we were very proud of all the amazing feedback we got, not just from participants and consumers and aficionados, but from within the industry who really sent us a lot of phenomenal praise for what we pulled off. Um, you know, uh, we really wanted to think out of the tank and try to do something that was more than just a flat format event. And, um, you know, part of the feedback we got from everybody, especially people who normally can't travel and go to these kind of events, is they really want us to continue the virtual. And that was a challenge for us this year. And it, it it's, you know, if people really only know the depths that have to go to make stuff like this happen, it's just even in the simple thing of selling a ticket, you know, and the different ways that the coding has to be done on the back end, just for whether it's a live ticket or a virtual ticket and all the components. But um, yeah, we, we decided to challenge ourselves again for the first time to go back to the live format, which have you guys ever been to the live event? No, this will be, be our first okay. time. Yeah. So after, after this year, you'll see, I mean, it's just no experience. You know, that was one of our challenges, in, you know, last year was, you know, this this live event has now had 15 years of amazing experience. How do we not dull it down by trying to do a virtual event? And I think we succeeded. So going back to the live format was always in our game plan. Never, never thought about not doing it. It's incorporating it now virtually for one, those people who can't get away and can't travel and can't come down and go to these type of events. And to those people who still feel like the need that they want to rather prefer the safety of their own home, which we're totally all right with too. So um, there are two types of tickets and uh, you know, we are excited in the setup of how this is going to work. Michael Herklotz is coming back to reprise his role as kind of, he's going to be spearheading the virtual side of it. So he'll be like mainly really the host and the spearhead of the virtual side, but it's going to be kind of like that Ryan, 
Seacrest New Year's Eve where he'll constantly be taking it to what's going on on the floor. So unlike last year where it was like a single thing going on for everybody, this year our goal is to really make people at home feel like they're there and part and, and take taking part of what's going on physically at the time, whether it's the fire dancers or the volcanoes erupting or whatever we got going on at the time, makes it easier and harder. You know, to have a one set format, we really had no hard breaks. So, you know, last year, if we went long, it was no big deal. We cut something else short. Where this year, there's a lot of hard transitions. So when the fire walkers or the dancers are getting ready to do a performance on stage, the production team has to be on point and getting Michael the cue out and transfer to what's going on there. So it's going to be a little bit harder on the production side, a little bit easier that instead of 68 sequences, we're probably only got 16 sequences mm-hmm. of, of changing through or maybe 20 tops. Um, but we're excited. We're excited. And Alex could tell you, I don't know if you have any of it around you. This year's what we like, what we dubbed last year, like the party pack. Is probably the most historic package in the history of the Great Smoke. The, I, the pack I, that all the ticket holders will get at home with the cigars and the swag. Well, and... The virtual yes. ticket holders will get it mailed out the first week of February. Okay. And if you're a live ticket holder, you'll receive it the day of the event when you show up. And I think you have an image of, of that pack, yeah? I do. So let me throw this up on screen right now. This is the um, the TGS party pack. So, um, this and is what every ticket holder will be getting. And um, do you have a list of, of what's in it? I mean, you know, I'm going to every cigar, but. If you go to the website, uh, thegreatsmoke.com, and you click on more details, it will list the 40 cigars that come in that pack. I believe the cigars alone are like a $360 retail value. Um, and the swag that we have there is really epically huge this year. I mean, some really, really cool stuff. Did um, you do the shot glasses again? I remember last year you shot were... glasses. We got the hat, the shirt. Oh, there it is. You Ooh, got the image. Up. I like that. So, yeah, hat. you mean you got the tiki got the awesome lay, the ashtray, Drew Estate with their freight paint can lighter, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Um, <clears> this is going every ticket holder. So they oh, wow. they released this news December 11th. In their uh, freestyle live, they made these pretty cool collectible spray paint cans that are lighters. They sound like a spray paint can, but they actually made a limited edition TGS Great Smoke Last Luau versions version. So that's going to be going out. So the party packs are amazing, and, and if you get virtual tickets, um, like I said, they'll ship out the first week of February, and then everybody else will be getting them live at the event. It's the same pack whether you're home or or you show up live. So I mean, it's like $165. It's it's probably the best deal all year round you'll ever find on a cigar package, and we sold out in record time, right? So, you know, we only have so many packages, so we allocated 20% of all our tickets to the virtual side, and they sold out. They sold out fast, and it's been a little bit frustrating for people because we've had these limited TGS releases, and you needed a ticket. And if you're not coming in person, people haven't been able to participate in those, um, which is also part of the benefits of getting your tickets early. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody who does events anywhere in the country will tell you the biggest nemesis and problem all the time is people waiting last minute to get tickets. It happens every year. I mean, it's just part of the part of a dilemma of any event planning. So the reason with these limited releases was two, one. And, and, and this was actually Alex's idea who came up with this. It was it was the only way that we could take the cigars and offer them to people virtual and live at the same time. 
because to do it at the day of the event would be too difficult because there's a, there's only a limited amount of inventory. You don't want to oversell it. So to line up these five mini events for these TGS releases, because one of the cool things about last year's Great Smoke was, you know, we we're trying to think of exciting things, being that this was going to be the first year doing the virtual. One of the things was making special releases for the Great Smoke, and we were very, very blessed to have some amazing products made from us by Steve Saka, Terrence Riley, Carlito Fuente, Pete yes. Johnson, Rocky, and Nick Perdomo. I mean, some industry greats right there. And it was a blessing. So we decided to continue that tradition and doing these little pre-events have been a thing. So um, one of the things for my birthday today, which by the way, thank you to the thousands of PMs and messages, everybody out there who wished me a happy birthday. Thank you very much. Deeply appreciated. Um, but on my birthday and on this show, we are going to announce that the, you know, we, we, one of the things we want to look for is we don't want to take away too much from our, vir our live ticket holders because it is a live event. You know, we got a big hall. You want to make sure we're filling it up with people. Right. Um, we looked and assessed after the new year of where we're at, and there is an allocation of virtual tickets available right now online. So they are live right now. They just to are clarify, live. they are live right now um there's a bunch of stock notifications that alex will probably send out early you know in a, in a bit I'll let people know but we're announcing it here i smoke tobacco first Boom. We Boom. added another block of virtual tickets so i'm telling you guys who missed out and I, all the people who said oh i missed out i wait too long this is your shot because I, I don't think we'll be putting up more after this this is going to be it um but there is another block of virtual tickets available which is just in time because in literally eight days, Alex, uh, the the next TGS limited release, the Espinosa, the the twelfth, yeah, next Wednesday. Quick, quick, yeah. quick question on that, Abe, if you don't mind. So on those mini releases, because some people were asking, just so that everyone can be clarified, yeah. those are only going to be online when you do those events. Are those those are not going to be available in person too, right? So here's what here's here's what happens. I mean, yeah, I couldn't tell you. The TGS store is now officially open. So if you have a ticket or you bought a ticket, you should be able to access the TGS store by going to thegreatsmoke.com and entering the store. There's a there's a button there. Yeah. If you bought a ticket right now, you should have access as soon as you get your transaction to that store. Right. All the releases now. One of the things, the biggest complaints we had last year is all these releases sold out like in ten minutes. Everybody was devastated. So we more than doubled the run this year. We wanted to make sure really anybody who wanted some would have a chance. We weren't worried about having extras because we knew they were all eventually going to go. So um, as these mini events happen, they're just in the store. And they'll stay in the store until they're sold out. If for whatever reason they're not sold out, by the time the event day comes, we're bringing what we have left to the event day. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a limited amount. So when they're gone, they're gone. Okay. Um, as we get closer to the event, more and more people will have access to the store and see these products and have availability of products. I don't really think they're going to last to event day. I think it was more along the lines of like, if you missed out online, if you're going in person, do you have a second chance? So you didn't miss out online is the thing. There are still some available of each. Yeah. If you like, if you buy your ticket today and go into the TGS store, you'll still be able to get those products. Okay. They're there. Yep. They're there. So once they're gone, they're gone. If they make yeah. it to the, the day of the event, We'll we'll bring them over, but if there are none, there are none. They I just wanted to I wanted to clarify for everyone because like you know you guys were saying like last year was it was a big thing, and so I just want to make sure everyone has all the 
information on those because I know yeah, that's so a big deal. Whether you have a live ticket or a virtual ticket, you can go ahead and go on in the store and you can get those products now. See, until I, love we, I love when we have dedicated fans. So Joel Garcia remembers a post that was literally almost a year ago. Joel, that barbecue project was actually with Eric Espinosa. That was going to be our TGS release that we were working with him. It was going to be the first time they'd done three rappers out of the La Zona factory. Um, and then mid-year, they had released uh, a project with Protocol Cigars using three rappers, which we felt like took away the thunder from our project. Um, and then the guys with Dojo were working with Eric on this diet sarsaparilla that they wanted to roll into a TGS release, which we were even more excited about because sarsaparilla was such a huge release. I mean, and, and such a sought-after cigar, cigar and a diet one with this, you know, Connecticut version we thought would be an awesome project. Um, and I think you guys have a video on this cigar if you guys mm -hmm. want to run yeah. it short. So let me, um, we'll take a second here and we'll roll that video. But this is folks so you just watched the video um abe i think you did get cut off just a little bit at the beginning there um with what you had said it's all right i just wanted to make sure people understood that this yeah. this this all these releases this is the third out of five so we have two more ones coming up after this one uh with matt booth and henderson vendura of adv cigars um but yeah these these releases are made exclusively for those people who are great smoke ticket holders so whether you have a virtual ticket or live ticket you can get these they are available in the store um, and you can access the store by being a ticket holder for the great smoke. So these are just little cool projects that we did to thank anybody who's supporting the event and make just the great smoke a little bit more exciting. You know, uh, it was a great experience for everybody last year. and We definitely thought about repeating it. What was so in all the planning for last year's great smoke, right? What was the, the most difficult thing? It could be, the littlest detail, the biggest thing. What was the hardest thing for you to do as part of planning that TGS from last year? Uh, I bet you Alex could answer that question. Uh, yeah, the timeline. Just, the just timeline the timeline itself. Down. Yeah, I mean, because listen, it's it's totally new to us. I don't know how to do it. Literally, we're doing like a TV show timeline, and um, you know, every tweak in one section pushes another section somewhere and. You know, Abe wound up spending like 28 hours, literally, like in the shop, just working on it overnight. And it, you know, it was a live broadcast. There was no dress rehearsals. There was no script. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, there was 68 segments. Every transition had to be thought out for somebody. So, you know, there was teleprompters there, but who's typing in what they had to put in the teleprompter? So we had to send them everything like when we wanted michael to cue something that had to be put on the telecom so i had to sit there and figure out all 68 transitions and where the camera's going 
because you know this was a team that never worked before the the staging crew and everybody was out of here florida the production crew came out of atlanta they're working together somebody had to uh air traffic control this whole thing mm-hmm. and, and and that's why it kind of really looked as, as easy as it was it wasn't easy i'll tell you i mean we, you know we were all putting in time to make it you know think it through so yeah the, the production side of it and trying to think out every aspect for the camera guys for the commercial guys the, you know all, all the crew that came was the hardest thing it really was um and, and honestly i mean look that was just on my end every, everybody had stress alex had his own type of stress the shipping people we've never shipped out two thousand boxes for the great right. oh yeah I mean, Thank kudos to the Gurkha people who let us use their factory. We had no warehouse. We were sending teams of ten to fifteen people down to my to um, where are they at? Starts with a uh, Tamarack. Tamarack. Down to Tamarack where their factory's at, and they slave all day. No air conditioning in a warehouse. <laughs> you know, yeah, putting these boxes together, and then you know truckloads going out every day. You know with U- UPS. So um, it was a, it was a toll for anybody. Like I said, look, if I had known really what we were getting into i really would have hired somebody to just to follow the whole team and have done a documentary on, on the putting together of that thing you know just a side note and i just realized it if you've never been or seen gurkha's warehouse their swag section is bigger than our our entire warehouse just their oh, peaceful yeah. shit that they have it's bigger than <laughs> our, our, our forget about the cigars just their shit their cool stuff is yeah. bigger than our warehouse completely yeah, wow. The stuff they had in their un- unhumidified rooms is just bigger than our warehouse. But right. they were really kind enough. And, like, man. Yes, they were. We, we really took over a huge portion. They had to bring in a whole container just for the garbage. You know, the boxes and all the crap that yep. we unloaded. I mean, they, they, look, they they were amazing. So They they were. And not only that, I mean, it's not like we brought all the stuff with us. They were housing our stuff. We were getting, you know, shipping containers dropped off there, pallets full of stuff that were just kind of hanging in their warehouse and they were setting yeah. aside for us. So, you know, kudos to them. We appreciate it. We needed it. You know, I don't know how we would have pulled it off. No. The digital experience wouldn't have happened without really the help of Gurkha. So, you know. Those guys were really awesome to us down there. I remember when you when you came on last year to talk about it. Uh, it was, I want to say, around this time of the year, and I remember you had the the shot glasses, and you were like, "We're just, we don't even know if we're gonna get these in in time." <laughs> and you were all stressed. It was like days before they had to be there, and you were like, "I don't know if they're coming. I don't know if they're coming." And it was just like, I could see it on your face too. I mean, you guys put so much care into this too, for yeah. everyone to enjoy. And I think that that really, you know, should be highlighted. Like you guys, no, no small pebble was not unturned. I mean, you guys made sure you went through every little detail, every little item. You made sure it was right, it was there, so that everyone could experience the most that they could. And I, I think you guys did a great job. Um, and I'm sure that this year has been a little bit more of some fresh air because you're kind of somewhat back to your familiar territory with your in-person event. You kind of already know some of the logistics behind that. I'm sure it's not perfect, but I'm well, sure last year was definitely like a culture shock. They changed the venue on us for the first time. So even the logistics that we've had of this live event that we were doing at the fairgrounds for five years now, they put us in a new building. Nah. You know, clause number 79, they had the right to relocate us at any time. I was like, what? So, um, you know, we figured it all out for the most part. Um, I think it's going to make for a much better venue. Uh, I know it will. 
It's just that really we had to, you know, ask Alex another 14 hours. I sat there all day redoing a floor plan that pretty much all we ever needed was a little tweaking every year. Now we had to redo it from scratch. Um, now instead of two buildings, we're in one fifty thousand square foot showroom. So um, I'm going to tell you what, what my dread is this year because I can see it because, you know, we have a big venue. You know, last year we had timelines and everybody had to be on cue. But, you know, we were kind of you kind of knew where everybody was. There wasn't a lot of room to go. My dread is going to be, hey, Eric Espinosa is on in five minutes. You got to go find him. That, so that's your biggest fear of this event? Yes, absolutely. And what, what is yours? The nice part about it is it's only one room. It's only one room, it's but it's... Harder in two buildings. It's harder in two buildings. It's only one room. It's an awfully big room. So and the smart. thing is, we don't have time for, you know, with, with the virtual event last year, if something ran a little long, we can cut something off, uh, you know, move something back here. There's so much moving parts in different spaces that everything's got to be on cue. My 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 fear is always technology. Yeah. <laughs> my children are having conversations behind me. Um, <laughs> I told them I needed at least an hour piece. You guys go find somewhere to go. But yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, my fear is always the technology, the broadcast. You know, for the digital experience last year, we paid over four thousand dollars for internet for one day. Wow. That's the kind of internet we had to have for that kind of broadcast. So that's my biggest fear, the technology. The live stuff, you can always adjust. You know, we run out of ice. We run somebody down to get more. I mean, that, that those fires can be put out and handled. But, you know, if something whacks out technically, we're all sitting here like, uh, can you fix it? Please tell me you can fix it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Please tell all me right. you know what's going on. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, because we watched almost the entire broadcast last year. There, I don't think there was any hiccups with it. It was pretty flawless. The only... The, the, there was a little bit... In the the simulcast to the guys who we were getting, uh, who did their own watch parties, some of them weren't as smooth. Now, the only thing that wasn't written in the initial, the initial 68 segments that we had planned was... The producer, Monty, came to me and said, look, we want to do this Zoom thing. What do you think? We get like 50 people all up on one screen. You can interact. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know how to do it, whatever. So that was the one thing where we got the 50 people up and they couldn't control who was talking and where. And it was an utter like, it was funny, but I mean, it was we, after about two minutes, they're like, all right, cut the scene. We're done. <laughs> it didn't work. We tried it. it. It sounded good in theory when he was talking before, but we couldn't get it to come on live. And then, of course, Pete Johnson, who ended up having to be in Nicaragua and was unable to come to the event live, was the only manufacturer wasn't there live. Um, he froze in the middle of his broadcast. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then and then and then Herklotz did the, the awesome selfie moment with him frozen on the big screen. Right. So I mean, but that's all you can do. You run with it. It's live TV. You know, there's no uh, there's no edits, so you got to be ready to roll. See, the the panic for us was more on the backside. Um, you know, I don't think, and it's funny, I I love our our patrons for it, but they actually get a kick out of when they crash the site. Um, <laughs> the problem is that most people don't understand is when you crash the site, when you crash the front side, you also crash the back side. I can't do anything either. We're just sitting there with our hands up as well. A um, couple times, you know, site crashed before we even got the product 
in stock. You know, they couldn't even buy it yet. And is it from it everyone just, refreshing so quick? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Refresh. Everybody's hitting yeah. refresh, refresh, refresh. And so when, you know, you have a few hundred people on the site, the server feels like it's a few thousand because everybody's clicking refresh a million times. But, uh, you know, we got through it and it, it was fun and it was uh, it was nerve wracking. But, uh, you know, I feel like you, people you, and you make and you make a good point, too, because I feel like people don't realize they when people assume you go to a website, right? Yeah, that website can just do whatever you think it can do. If, if there's 40 billion people that want to go there, like it'll just handle it. And it's like, no, not every website can handle the same amount of traffic. So when you have an event and pe- more than usual people are there, like it's going to crash. <laughs> so Listen, the, consumer, the consumer never understands the what really is going on in the back end. I mean, like the, even somebody says, oh, well, I got this ticket. Can I change this ticket? They, they think it's like, oh, okay, well, hand me this and I'll hand you no man yeah there's a lot of manual work that has to go into redoing it, this type of ticket for this type of ticket at this point it's not that complicated that's like the guys who do cigar of the month club right like say well can you just throw it in my cigar of the month club shipment that goes out well you know what you don't understand is we box the 2000 plus boxes in one time days before then on the billing day all the labels get printed out so what you're asking us to do is to sift through 2500 labels to find your label no, it's not that easy. You know, they, they they think we're like literally making them one at a time. Oh, there's Bob's order. Let's add the stick. To, you know, <laughs> no, it's, just, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Yeah. But it's funny. But listen, that's part of the magic. We're not here to make it. To, you know, we're here to make it look easy, right? It's, it's supposed to appear. Certainly way. did. You made it look very easy. I'm, but I'm sure it was. Uh, it, you know, when you, especially last year with the whole virtual side of it. Um, but I'm sure every year too. Do you ever find that you just you don't really get a moment to really enjoy it because you're just so like immersed in it, just trying to make sure it goes well for everyone else that you never really get a chance to just even have like just a few minutes to yourself, like wow, this is good this year, or wow, we really pulled this off. This Abe is awesome. Abe gets a moment. Abe gets his one moment. I That's think it. I get yeah. my one moment the whole day. I mean, Alex, last year was your really first great smoke in depth because normally you would work the store so you'd come like socially hang out yes but but even last year you didn't you didn't really that it was different but your 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 normal moment live is and it's all running around and fixing and doing and but your moment is that first minute when you get up on stage and you get that 16 years this will be 16 years i've barely ever eaten a morsel of food that's been served i'm you know lucky if i get a quick cocktail or drink running around somewhere um my moments at the end when you go up on stage and everybody's just screaming that's the best feeling it really is when everybody's on the ground it's the end of the day our work is pretty much over and everybody's going nuts um that's the best part and what's nice is this year too look there was a lot of logistics we had to figure out with doing live and virtual part of it is you know we had raffles mm-hmm. we loved how we did it last year where it was every hour on the hour four or five real easy peasy Normally at the live event, we do it at the end, which is really a nightmare because we gave everybody opportunity to get extra tickets. So then we'd have this big drum and then we'd wheel it out and then we'd call out numbers and nobody would answer. And it, it, it was such a downer after an exciting four or five hours to go through this 30 minute process of giving prizes away. So this year we just made it really, really simple. Anybody who gets a ticket gets one entry. Yep. And that's it. And we're going to do it on a randomizer hourly. So at the top of every hour, just like we did last, I'll be on stage. Michael Horklotz will cue it to me up on stage. Alex will pull the randomizer. 
We'll show what five, four or five prizes we're giving away. We'll randomly draw people's names, give them away, and keep it moving. So there won't be this big, you know, depression at the end of this thing where we're just giving stuff away and looking for numbers. And being that um, it's virtual and live, you know, we call a winner up. Whether you're there or not, we'll mail it to you. You'll eventually get it. So there was a lot of stuff. And honestly, that was one of the last things logistics-wise we, we had to figure out. We actually had moved forward with doing this virtual and live, and we hadn't figured that out yet. And finally, this the easiest way I just came up with it. Like, look, because... Because, you know, we, we got people coming at the door. Then you got people there a lot. It's just everybody gets one entry. We could load them all up real quick, one easy shot. So, you know, normally people would have earned extra, but that, you know, when you're trying to do stuff where we're doing virtual live and this, you there's certain places you've got to give it up. And that was just one of the places where, you know, it gave up where everybody will have one chance to win some cool stuff. Yeah, and you guys did a great job of that as well. I mean, it like i say it's our first time going to the live event so we're excited just to see it in person to experience it um and to appreciate it because you know i know you guys put a lot of hard work into that also i've never been to a luau i don't i've never been to one either we're in massachusetts for those listening like it's not a thing are you gonna have like the traditional (laughs) like pig roast too with like the banana leaves or whatever however they do it i know they're doing pig for the uh soccer dinner the Mm -hmm. tgs pre events dinner the food for three thousand people is a little bit different, so I don't. I don't I'm, I'm sure they'll be, <laughs> they'll be pigs. But Walt Underwood, in case you missed it, that was the announcement we made during the show. There are more virtual tickets up on sale right now. Yeah, we got more people kind of coming and asking that question. Yeah. Another question was on uh, VIP tickets. I those are all done, right? Uh, VIP tickets are done. They're yeah, done. this is the same song and dance I do every year. Yeah, and honestly, for our locals, it's the same like thirty guys every year. They're done because we the, the the VIP. If there's a ticket, there's a seat, and there are no more seats that we are squeezing in there. In fact, just from the current floor plan design, because the stage was so massive, and we got two volcanoes coming in. You know, I mean, it's pretty crazy. This is going to be a big production this year. Wow. Uh, I, I'm worried. There's two points where there might be a little bit bottlenecking, and one is the food station, one's by the liquor, which goes to the to the little studio area. There's just nothing we could do, but we can't expand the VIP. We can't make more VIP tickets. If you haven't got a VIP ticket, honestly, just go get a general admission ticket. There's really slight differences between the VIP other than getting in an hour early and having some girls being able to run and get your food and drinks. It's, you're not missing really anything out of the experience. Go get the general admission because there will not be more VIP tickets. That I can tell you without a doubt. Absolutely. Well, thank you for clarifying that, too. And that's the thing, because people don't, you know, people have been filtering in and out, so I'm making sure we kind of just keep reminding everyone who might have missed it in the beginning with the ticket. So, Matt um, Nicole is literally the worst part about this event every year, is, is all the emails and PMs from people who either missed out, didn't get it, waited to the last minute. It's just like, look, man, there's nothing I could do. You know, there's a limited number of packages. There's a limited number of chairs. We're not making more out of thin air. I mean, it's like they almost think like, oh, we're holding back. We don't want. No, if we could, we would. We just can't. So on these volcanoes, you see got volcanoes coming? Two. Two volcanoes coming. So, like. Don't ask me about them. I have no idea. I was going to (laughs) say, what what kind of volcanoes are we talking about here? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly they smoke. They do stuff. I have no idea. Listen, we had a really great uh, woman who helped us out last year, um, Stephanie Zimmerman. She, we hired her to do the live event, 
And then when we opted to go virtual, I remember calling her in my office and I literally said, look, uh, about the great smoke this year. And her first words out of her mouth was, please don't tell me you're doing it virtually. I'm like, why would you say that before you talk? Let me tell you our idea and what we want to do. And then when I explained to her, she goes, oh, I like this. So last year was her first great smoke experience. So she's never really experienced it live yet. Hmm. Um, but uh, she has uh, drank the Kool-Aid. She is in the culture, the lifestyle. She's become a groupie of certain guys in the industry. And um, she's very excited. She's putting in a lot of hard work for this upcoming TGS one. Like, you know, the volcanoes were her acquisitions. I have... She's like, do you want two volcanoes? Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Who says no to that? Yeah, <laughs> That's I know. The real question. I feel like, you know, we had a comment earlier. Uh, so you guys are great smoke virgins. I love it. We should start that as a hashtag. Great smoke virgins <laughs> yeah. for all the first timers out there. That needs to trend. True. <laughs> great smoke virgins. If it's your first time, you know, let it be known. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about something that's non-TGS related, if I can, because it got a lot of hype and it was all aw- and people really loved it. We didn't get one. Um, but the calendar, the smoking advent calendar that you guys did this year, I know a lot of people love that. Um, are you going to, are you going to do that again next year? Is this going to be an annual thing or is this a one-time thing? We'll probably order boxes by next week. Yeah. (laughs) I have a meeting next Tuesday to finalize the packaging. Actually, he's not kidding. Um, but it's actually gonna be better. I mean, look, one of the things we're good at is. We just never, whether it's the Great Smoke, the Agrin Calendar, whatever, we, we never look at something and say, okay, that's it, we did it. We, we really continue. What we have in store for next year, it's going to involve adding two or three more components to it just even being just the Advent Calendar. Um, one of the coolest projects that I think I, we've been involved in that we were able to put together, sadly enough, the timing of when the boxes came hurt. And it is what it is. You know, you're not going to hit a home run every time out of the park. I think uh, it, it, instead of having two months to to put it out there like we had originally planned, because everything was supposed to arrive in August, we were supposed to start selling the beginning of October. It landed December 12th, I think, and we were shipping them out December 13th. Wow. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. So um, we're very excited about next year's advent calendar but no we, we we got a lot of great praise from everybody who got them guys from the industry who were, were very excited about it all the manufacturers who participated and got one we're all excited about it so we're very pumped up and the alex is not kidding we are literally working on the advent calendar for uh next year this year well this year. I, I brought that up because in addition to the great smoke you know which you guys have did a phenomenal job with, you know, in years past, but especially last year with the virtual. And just as a retailer, you know, you guys, you know, we actually, you know, we got to come to Boynton Beach to see the shop and see everything. And, and you know, we, we see everything you guys do online. And we're very, very in touch with everything you guys do. And you guys do such a great job. And you are so professional about it. You put so much into it. You want it to be the best it can be. And, you know, that's not everyone does that. You know what I mean? That's very, you know, admirable. And so it is officially January. I'm kind of pulling this one on the spot. I wasn't going to do this. But we did our we did our top 25, our Cigar of the Year, Under Crown 10. It's now time for the Smoke and Tobacco Awards. And the first one's about to be awarded. Yeah, we've never done one or given one before. And the Smoke and Tobacco's 2021 Retailer of the Year is Smoke In and, the, oh, and, no. and all of you guys. So you are the official award. Of the, you're officially the first award that we are presenting for last year. You guys will be the retailer of the year for everything that you guys have done. 
just a tremendous job between the events, the, the, the stuff you got, the projects you guys work on, the way that you guys engage with everyone online, the smoking social group. Um, I just don't think any other retailer is, has that type of like, like a pulse on their client. Yeah. And the, and, and, and especially considering the way you guys still pulled off everything, all things considered last year. I mean, there's look, there's a lot of great retailers out there. They're really, and I know you guys agree. There's a lot of great retailers, um, you know, but last year, I mean, you guys, it was just, wow. That's the only word I had for, for Abe and the smoke in team. And wow. Just wow. wow. So wow, listen, we're honored. And honestly, we didn't, we did not see this coming. We didn't know nothing about it. So no, you're not the only one that can surprise people in the area. No. <laughs> and, and look, you know, for us, honestly, we just love what we do. We work hard. We don't, you know, my team's not afraid of hard work. And, you know, it's when we get accolades or comments, whether it's from you guys or the consumers, man, that's it, what really makes it, that, that's the fruit of our labor. I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, the, the recognition of, of the lanes that the team goes. And these guys, look, I mean, I'm not, look, Alex will tell you, I'm not the easiest guy to work for. You know, I mean, hands down, I'll tell you that right now. Um, but the guys who... I think really like to accomplish and achieve things, appreciate a little bit of that insanity I have when it comes to that stuff. Cause I think it takes a little bit of a craziness to, to sometimes do what we do. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think sane people think up doing the digital experience last year. I think that was an off the wall, like stupid idea. You've got to be a little bit crazy to say, yeah, this is what we want to do. We have no production experience, never did a TV show, have no idea what we're doing. Let's call this guy in Atlanta and see if he wants to do this for us. I mean, it was crazy, but um, I thank you guys on behalf of uh, everybody at Smoke In. Uh, absolutely, it's it's definitely definitely earned. Uh, you, as I said, you guys did a tremendous job, and yeah, I think it takes a special kind of person, you know, to um, to be able to handle a lot of different things. I mean, you, you run a retail business, an online business, the events that you guys do, all the micro blends and the projects you do with manufacturers. And it's always let's, let's not even, edge. It's always new. Yeah, always, it is. It is cutting. It's always edge. getting better. It's let's like not a, even <laughs> let's not even forget about the connoisseur club. That is fantastic. Um, you know, I, I I've said I've said it before. I think on spare notes with Coop. I love it. Um, we did it for the first few months. I just I I found it hard to like commit to, and just yeah, just like with my stuff it's that I got work. going on. So I was like, you know what? I know it was limited. I said I'm going to cancel my subscription. Not because I don't think it's great, but because I want someone else to have the opportunity because I know the slots were limited. But the, I just was like, wow, this is really fun. This is cool. Um, and I know Carney was doing it too, and he and he, we were doing it together. He's like, did you do this month yet? Oh, I'm on number four. I think it's that. Like, it's it's just so so fun. It brings a whole new element to the whole cigar smoking experience. Everything runs it's course on experience, you know, and that was a really awesome project that really was birthed out of COVID um, and doing something cool and unique. Uh, we had, we were blessed that we had really, like I said, all these wonderful manufacturers, especially this year, 2022, we have, I think close to maybe triple the amount of participating manufacturers than we did last year. Um, and it's, it's a cool way to experience thing. I don't think it's a long-term club. I think it's going to run its course. And we'll have to go on to the next thing, you know. I mean, experiences come and go, and 
that was a very cool project and we're very excited about you know all the people we got coming up this year but um i think in 2023 there maybe have to be something next because like i said this experience you ran its course how many times are you going to try special blends made for you and i'm going to be honest with you i know every single manufacturer i ain't gonna lie some of them are super stoked about experimenting and really really enjoying it but i know some of the guys are like man well this is such a pain we're stopping production to make you know 600 sticks and whatever and but they do it, and they're awesome, and that's why we love the relationships we have with everybody out there. Yeah, absolutely. There's been some exciting stuff uh, that you guys have done. Um, we're, I want to say, relatively still new to the smoke-in family, um, you know, in terms of just everything that we've been able to experience with you guys. It's only been, like, the last, like, two years, I want to say. Uh, but just even in that time, what we've been able to experience ourselves from all the stuff that you guys have done, it, it's just been like, wow, holy hell. I mean, this is crazy. Um, and yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, you, you do work with a lot of manufacturers and companies on so many different things that um, not everyone does. And I think that, you know, and, and that's not easy either. I'm sure there's a lot of time and planning that goes into all that on your end, their end, to be able to make that work. So, uh, you know, I definitely, it, it needs to be, um, it needs to be recognized because uh, you guys do absolutely a fantastic job and uh and, and not only just kudos to to you Abe, but kudos to alex you know and and everyone at the smoke in team who who does carry out all of your orders wishes and desires um and and alex I, i'm sure i'm sure you've had a few nights where you're like oh man abe's not in a good mood and we got so much to do i don't know am i gonna make it <laughs> well, yes, I, I have. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. um i mean they don't I, call you the go for nothing i assume I have, it's i have become the designated guy to tell Abe he's not in a good mood. Like that—that's my responsibility. So, so, so when, so when, when bad news needs to to go to the the top of the food chain to the king of the castle, everyone I'll goes. It. I'll do it, Abe. I'll do it. I'll do it. Is it? I go like this. I go in Abe's office. <laughs> I do this. Yep. I start talking to myself a little bit because yep. I'm trying to figure out how to. And then he's like, "Just spit it out." He's the worst delivery, literally. Like, he's agonizing. He, I, I can tell by when he walks in. He walks yeah. in, he stops at the edge of my desk, he goes. <laughs> Talk to myself like, out loud a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, dude, what? Okay, so. I think he couldn't drag it out longer. But um, honestly, I want to, you know, thank you guys for that honor. It's uh, it's really appreciated. Um, you know, one of the things that makes it easy around here is, and this is for everybody, experience is, is part of the culture. You know, it, it's not it's not a strategy. It's not a procedure. Um, customer experience is part of the employee and staff culture here. So, if you're here, and you're not focused on the customer experience. You're the odd man out, you know, you're and 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 you wind up turning ship and understanding that this is just the culture here. It's, it's almost not something that we, you know, have to like focus on to say, you know, it's it just part of what is, you know, the experience is what drives everything. You know, we say it all the time. You, you can buy your cigars anywhere, including a gas station these days, you know, um, but what makes the experience different? What makes the experience better? Or what makes the experience, most of all, more personal? Um, you know, Abe laughs, I say it all the time. 
nobody's sending candy from Japan to the head of CI. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> it's because, you know, I always feel guilty when people send us these care packages. I'm like, man, you know, we're here to service them. We're, we're happy to do what we do. And we get all these care packages. And he'd argue with me like, bro, nobody's sending this stuff to CI. Wait. They're not sending it if they are, man. It's, 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 you know. Speaking of which, by the way, Matt. Yeah. I have still yet to get a taker. Nobody oh else. shit! I forgot oh, yeah. about those. Why? No one okay. will well, dare go near these. Hold on. Yeah, Look. and you know what? Hold on. You know what's funny is when I told Abe about it, he's like, "That's nothing, bro." No, yeah, nobody's <laughs> done that. Well, I saw some girls eating it. I watched some videos. I did some research on that. Yeah, that was a phase our team was going through, man. What can you eat? Yeah, I remember that. And I remember oh, I was like, what's the yeah, worst the thing? Worst the worst thing. So in the, for those of you tuning in, if you didn't know, because <laughs> they just lifted up the egg and not explained, what is that egg? Yeah. So we, sent, we sent this. I'll explain it. Yeah. So <laughs> last year when you guys, I think one of the first ones you did was the, the scorpions that Camacho did. Right. And then people were sending some other stuff. And I was like, well, what's the worst thing? And I was talking to some people and they were like, well, what about the century egg? And I was like. I had heard of it, but I wasn't sure, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's gross. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that for a lot of things. Um, but I was like, all right, and I sent it down, and I told Abe about it. I was like, hey, just you know, I'm sending this thing. I don't want it to get lost. And he was like, okay. He went and watched some video, and he was like, bro, I saw some girls eating that. That's no big deal. That's nothing. And I'm like, all yes. right. <laughs> no one will go but near it. But it is. It is. If you don't know what it is, it's an egg. It's an actual I think it's a duck egg that has been – preserved so like the, preserved, the the egg the, it's like black and greenish and... the egg white turns like black and then the yolk is like a green and it, it looks like a rotted old egg but it's edible and it's part of like regular cuisine over in asia every day well uh you know what i have an idea because i have some eggs you are not going to eat it no you... i'm not going to eat it <laughs> Casey will some, eat it. Some fire lollipops. I'm pretty sure I have some peanuts. Uh, I'm probably bringing this to the Great Smoke after party. Somebody will be somebody will be drunk enough to. That's to Alex's way of that's Alex's way of saying. So I know you're going to be flying all the way down here. So when you get here, you can eat your eggs, and I'm going to be like, nope, I sent them to you guys. I'm I'm out of this. <laughs> um, there was a question here uh, from Dice Man. Hey, ask Abe about the guy with the green Harley. This guy's got 8,000 million trillion stories. I don't remember. <laughs> Dice Man is a longtime local regular. Actually, you know, honestly, shout out to him. He he actually flies in from Israel every year. But uh, he's our, our favorite pain in the ass. But he's been around long before my time. He's been a longtime regular. And uh, he comes up with every question that no one will know about um, every time he can. And we love him for it. I'm trying to think of what the story is with a guy who's <laughs> I, I yeah. literally got like 8 million stories. They're all true. They're all true. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff no. Bachelor says Mikey will eat it. I, I Honestly, my first thought, I thought Casey would have eaten it. I thought he would have been like, nah, all right. He just seems like the kind of guy who like nothing scorpion. shocks him anymore. Casey ate the scorpion. He started the whole thing, I think. Yeah. He's, and he said no to the egg. Yeah, no, no, nobody's touching the egg. Casey, I don't know. If we asked Casey about the egg. Maybe not. I mean, at that point, we we took it to a whole nother level, and like guys were passing out on the floor yeah. and throwing guys up in the back. Getting hospitalized, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that one thing you guys did? Some spicy thing. The peanut. 
Oh peanuts. yeah, yeah, that's right. Peanut. And it was way hotter than anyone imagined. Well, yeah, I mean, they were eating them in sequence. Yeah, those videos were fun. See, but I know, I know you haven't really done them lately, but still, like that stuff's fun. Like, just the content you guys create as a, as a, you know, as a retailer. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Content. It's just us being us. That's yeah. And it's Whether it's so personable it's and genuine. Yeah. I mean, these guys are crazy. I don't know if you guys saw. They took one of the uh, web designers workstation at the time and taped it all upside down. They hung his chair from the ceiling and taped his cup upside down and filled the station up with popcorn. I'm like, are you crazy? And they, yeah, they actually did that to him. I'm like, this guy's going to quit. He's going to walk in. <laughs> and like, oh, he's going to walk in. He's going to see his station. He's going to quit. And you better start learning graphics really, really quick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, you got to let him have fun. Matt. We're not having fun at what we do. I mean, look, I don't care what you do. I've done a lot of stuff. I mean, literally a lot of stuff. I think my own birth certificate started working at 13 years old. Um, and I don't care what you do. You know, there's always going to be stress. There's always going to be rough days and bad days and good days. But if you can't find a way to have fun at what you're doing, Man, it's a hard to get up and go to work every day. I'll tell you that. That's very true. That's yeah. that. I, that's, and that's an important thing that I think everyone you know should know. It's, uh, and and you know what? Not everyone's fortunate fortunate enough to always figure that out. But when you do, it's, um, it just makes life just like bliss. Um, but yeah, no. So I I think we 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 covered all that stuff. Um. I feel like there was something I'm forgetting. I don't know why. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Are you looking at me? I can't. I'm not a mind reader. Well, I'm not just looking at you. I'm trying to think, too. I, I feel like there was something. I don't know. Whatever. It'll come to me. But anyway. Um, but just to circle back on the Great Smoke stuff. So there are more virtual tickets available now. Um, yes. You can get those from smokein.com as well as thegreatsmoke.com. Someone did ask how many tickets there are. Um, oh, or is it good just question. like a block? It's a block of a hundred we put up. Okay. Okay. So there's a hundred more. Okay. As of we put up the last block of a hundred. So when they're gone, they're gone. Because like I said, what we don't want to do is thin out the live venue and mm -hmm. and the people coming live. Like I said, they always wait till last minute. So we need to make sure that we have enough tickets for the people who are actually coming live to the event. Just just another reason not to wait. Mm -hmm. If you wait till last minute, and all we have are three X shirts left, and you're a medium. All you're getting is a 3X shirt. Yeah. I, I would love to see, like, the algorithms that clothing manufacturers use to know. I mean, it's it's a nightmare. You know, how many larges, how many extra larges do you allocate, how many 2Xs? You know, we don't just have a plethora of shirts. We have to kind of figure it out. What people um, don't realize is, and this is, like, one of the things we're like, well, you know, I want to get a 2X shirt. Well, the 2Xs are gone. You know, <laughs> we don't have an unlimited supply of these packages. So we have to put a static number of packages in and we have to put them up by shirt size because we're giving you the shirt size that you were requesting. So we have to take the total amount of tickets and say, okay, well, this much, this much percentages are going to be larges. This much percentages are going to be extra. And when they're gone, they're gone because otherwise we'd have no way to control how many packages sold and it was just open you could pick up whatever right. size you want so and we have to get them printed the incentive time too yeah so if shirt sizes run out your shirt size ran out you know it's not gonna be hey can i switch it to this this is that no it's it's out of stock 
That package that came with that shirt size is out of stock. The upside is we never used to give away shirts or hats. It was one of the things that we started um, in the digital experience as an extra thank you and perk for everybody out there who was supporting this crazy event we had thought up. And we just kept the tradition rolling. So I'm sure someone you know could use the shirt size you got. Very true. Very true. Um, I think that I think that's gonna do it for us for today on the show. Unless there's, unless there's anything else we, that we missed that you guys wanted to bring up, I think that we we kind of really covered that. Um, more virtual tickets for a great smoke. Um, the Espinosa, the Diet Sarsaparilla that will be launching. When was that again, Abe? Sorry. I think that was the January twelfth, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So next one. Yeah, the broadcast to go live. What we like to do is. We like to everybody who gets a chance to get in the store and try it and 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 you know make sure they're ready and then we turn it on live during the broadcast. Now everybody goes nuts and what people don't realize is because last year started such chaos is first off, not everybody has gotten the tickets to the Great Smoke. Okay, so you're not competing with two thousand people at the same time it's only available to the guys who've already bought their tickets and we've more than almost tripled what the runs were last year so there's plenty you know it will sell out my my predictions will sell out before the event day all five of the releases will but it's not a rush people don't they're jamming they're slamming they're you know crashing the site take your time come for the broadcast make your purchase it'll still be there you know the 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 Everyone that we have released has still has some inventory still left, and I believe still exists in the store. Yes, Alex? Yes. Yeah. So it's not crazy. We didn't want this to be a stressful event. We're trying to alleviate some of the stresses that occurred uh, last year, and this is just one of those things. Come join us for the event. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have Eric and the Dojo guys on since this was uh, you know their product. They'll both be on during the live broadcast. We're gonna talk about this cool little release we're gonna do. We're gonna set it up live, and the product will start shipping the next day. Awesome. Awesome. Really yeah. excited for that. And then you guys have a Room 101 and a um, uh, Aventura. Henderson Aventura. Yes. Henderson Aventura. Two, two projects. I'm very, very excited. The Room 101 is something Matt and I have been messing around with for almost six years now. And the Henderson Aventura is our first time working with this guy. He is making waves in this industry. We're very excited about this project. And then there's also another little historical piece that is connected to this project that we'll release we're not releasing much about the cigars until after we've finished this one so but it'll come out both these last two projects have some pretty cool you know little quirks and tidbits to them so we're very excited when they come out but um diet sarsaparilla anybody the sarsaparilla fans out there nuts like i said january 12th they'll go on sale if you're got your tgs ticket just be in the store when we go live during the broadcast yeah Absolutely, yeah. Really, really excited, and, and 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 hats off to you guys for trying to innovate on that experience. Because I know last year you guys were getting flooded with DMs. Like, I didn't get it. I missed out. I, I, the thing crashed. I didn't even have a chance. Uh, I know there was a lot of people upset last year. So, you guys did it again. You found a way to to improve on it, make it a little bit better. That's awesome. Uh, everyone gets a chance. Um, so, guys, don't forget to check all that information out. Go to smokein.com, thegreatsmoke.com. You can head to smokeandtobacco.com. There's a lot of information for The Great Smoke on there as well. Um, we have we also have a link on our homepage that will go, uh, I think, to thegreatsmoke.com. Yep. Um, so if you can't find it or whatever, you can go there if you know how to get there, and that will get you there too. Um, there's, so a fax, there's a fax link 
look, we get asked so many questions regarding it. Yep. 94% of any question you can think of is answered. I really, if you have any questions regarding Great Smoke, before you call or reach out, take your time, go to thegreatsmoke.com. There's a facts page. Read through it. It pretty much answers most questions anybody can think of. There you go. So go to the facts page first before you, you know, send Abe like 100 DMs and blow up his <laughs> phone, especially on his birthday. Um, so, guys, stay stay with us. But that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, for everyone, for watching. And hopefully we'll see you at the Great Smoke. Oh, oh. and one last thing. Yeah. Um, this is not our normal episode of the week, so we're actually going to have to probably tease Michael Herklotz a little bit because he is coming on our show Thursday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So on our regular so, scheduled show on Thursday night, yep. our regular primetime show, it'll be Michael Herklotz of Ferry Otago making his return. And uh, last year he came on just as the Ferry Otago announcement was made. So now we can catch up with him a year later and kind of follow up with everything he's been doing and just kind of how everything is going since uh, the launch of the brands. And we can um, talk to him about TGS last year. Yes, so. we can talk to him about the Great Smoke both last year and this year. Uh, Michael's always a lot of fun, as you two obviously know. Uh, we yes. love Michael to death. He is a fun dude. Um, so we're really excited for that show. It's going to be a good one. One so. of the most integral components of putting last year's event together was securing his presence to help put it all together. Seriously. And 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 again, a lot of people only I mean we've shared it, but you have no idea how close that was to almost not happening last year. Just Michael not coming? Yeah. COVID, it was giant winter snowstorms in New York. Yeah. We were stressing it to like what? The the last minute Friday. We had Fred Rui on deck ready to drive up Saturday morning yeah. for Orlando. Really? Yes. Yep. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that would have been fun, that, too. I, yeah, that would have been a good number, too. But Michael, like. <laughs> that That's a good Sorry, number, Fred. too. I mean, I love Michael, but, I mean, you Fred would have been cool. We really sat around. I was like, all right, who's the backup? Who's the backup? Did you start to do a backup? Fred was my. I said, listen, here's your choices. <laughs> Fred is number two. I'm your distant third. It's absolutely <laughs> necessary. I would, I would, I would have liked to see that. Oh. See Alex up there. You should be up there, Alex. Trying to <laughs> trying to do his thing. Here's this my is a lot concern. bigger than KMA. <laughs> here's, well, I don't mind that, but here's my problem. KMA, we go to that break at eleven o'clock for commercial. I beeline it to the bathroom. Literally, I, I hear the door slam. Yeah, so I don't know eight hours what I was gonna do. I mean, I have some ideas, but you probably wouldn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a way don't don't ever forget there there's always, always a way, a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man too just too funny too funny um but yeah so that that's uh that's 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 what i got um so don't miss that on thursday don't miss out on the great smoke we're gonna be there yep. these fine gentlemen will be there obviously so don't miss out on that whether you're going or you're watching from home don't miss out. Like, it, seriously, if you've never done any of it ever at all, if, get a ticket, be involved. It's a great time. And, guys, we'll catch up with you. Like I said, stay with us. We'll catch up with you, you know, after the show. But uh, that's it. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye, everyone.